Hey, how's it going? I don't really know what I'm going to do with this. Uh, I kind of just wanted to record so I could get some experience recording. I might post this, might not, might be today, might be a year from now. But at the time that I am recording this, I just got on spring break. Um, It's been quite a few months, to say the least. Recently, I've been wanting to do this podcast and talk about my feelings, but I don't really want to put myself out there. I don't want people to know that it's me. This is more for just myself and any advice that I can give anyone who goes through any of the same things that I do. I have so many ideas for the following episodes, but I don't really know what to what to do with them or how I can enact them in reality. Because as of now, they're all just subconscious thoughts of creativity that I can maybe one day let loose, like my anger in a rage room. Um, but in podcast form, going back onto topic, um, this episode, I want to talk about the pain of loss and the grief that comes with that. Uh, there's a quote uh, from one of my favorite movies called The French Dispatch by Wes Anderson. Finding something missing and missing something left behind. And that quote has really resonated with me recently. I struggle with putting myself out there and feeling okay talking to people and opening up because I'm afraid of what will come of that. I'm afraid that if I put myself out there more and more that people will hate me more and more. I look at people and I think that I could never be friends with someone like that or I could never be in a relationship with someone like that because in my mind, people are illogical. Emotions are illogical and every day I try in my delusionary mind to find logic in everything. I had a dream a couple months ago about this girl that I hadn't seen talk to or even thought of for a long very long time throughout the dream it just felt like we were talking again well where we were conversing and being friends like we used to be and at the end of the dream I asked her what I did to run her off and she said to me in the most clear voice and clear image I've ever seen in a dream. She said that I'm a transition person, that people don't look at me and think you're in game. And that's just been on my mind 24 seven since the pain of a loss comes with a lot of different emotions and a lot of different grief. And I look for things in those emotions to make it make sense because Emotions are illogical. They don't have any rhyme or reason. They are sporadic. They're situation-based. They have no uniformity or order. It's all just chaos. I'm interested in things like psychology and philosophy and ethics because I want to make sense of these sporadic emotions. My mind wants to find some academic version of what I'm feeling because having it not make sense is not enough. Knowing that 
my situation is the way it is because of sporadic emotions or something not able to really explain it is not enough for me. I have to look for something and make it make sense. I have to have some sort of intelligence behind it. And that's what really gets me with grief is, yeah, we can do all the studies we want. We can understand the cycles of grief and how to overcome it. We can go to therapy. We can find purpose. We can do all these things to create a fake version of happiness to feel any less pain for brief moments in time. It's one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast because I want to keep myself busy. There's a quote from a book called The Four Loves by C.S. Lewis. And he says, this is paraphrasing because I don't have the book on me right now, but he basically says that we don't know ourselves at all. It's only when we find connections with other people and with other versions of love that we do find ourselves. And C.S. Lewis likes to bring in religion to his points, and he says that the purpose of life is to be with people and to be with God, right? And those relationships are what define us. Those are what brings us to be a whole, to know ourselves entirely. And he has a point. I know in some of my most meaningful relationships is when I felt the most happy and felt the most whole with myself. But honestly, I'm alone. I'm recording this at 5.47 p.m. in the floor of my house where I've lived for months just waiting for someone to knock on the door or waiting for someone to come up to me when I'm out getting groceries or something. Because the thought of walking up to someone and saying, hey, would you like to be friends, terrifies me. It gives me such a sense of insecurity because I don't know what will happen. There is no textbook. There is no course on people's emotions and people's ideas of what is appealing and what is creepy to them. I watch shows because that is my interaction. I watch YouTube videos because it feels like I do have people to talk to. But in this time of loneliness and uncertainty, I have nobody to talk to face to face. And recently that's been getting to me, not in like a crazy way or a joker sort of way where one bad day will take me off the deep end. Um, just in a way that I'm missing my past relationships and friendships that have brought me so much joy in the past, but are no longer existent. And one point that's been coming back to my mind is my dad used to tell me in high school that I needed to cherish the friendships that I had, even if they weren't everything that I wanted or as deep as possible, where I could share my philosophical viewpoints or my historical factoids. And I think back to that time when he would tell me that and say, well, friendships don't last forever. And I think that's a problem that I've been having recently is that friendships don't last forever. 
yeah, I can look for new people anywhere I go and want to have them last, but they won't. And to be honest, I think that's kind of an excuse, an excuse that I make, an excuse that everybody makes. Because in truth, if you want something to last, if you want to have that deep connection, you'll work for it, right? And I feel like so many times when relationships and friendships have ended and I've not done anything about it, I start blaming myself. I start feeling guilt and dread for not standing up for that relationship. But when I do, I feel worse even still. Because for me and the people that I'm connected to, it feels like people do not want to work for anything. And there comes the quote from the girl that I used to know, I'm a transitionary person. And each time I fight and I don't fight and I just wait for someone to fight back for me, I continuously look at myself and I say, you're a transitionary person. This shouldn't affect you. And I've thought like that my entire life. I thought like that when I was in elementary school and I saw the cool kids and I wanted to be in their friend group, but every time I put myself out there, I felt like I was weird or I would embarrass myself. I met up with some friends from high school this past winter and that's how it felt again. I was just show how I met your mother. Um, one of my favorite shows of all time. I rewatch it every year. And each time I write down some of the quotes that they say. And one of the quotes that stuck out to me this time was, Kids, sometimes in life, you'll make a pit for someone in your mind. But ultimately, the only person in that pit is yourself. Which means there's only one person who can let you out of that pit. And yeah, like, there's some merit to that. But I think the difference between just hearing an inspirational quote and actually enacting change is astronomical, man. Like, there's so many differences. I mean, one I've been talking about is emotion. The weight of grief is something just incredible. I read so many books about grief over the past couple months because, man, one, it is so interesting, but another thing is that it sucks. And half the time you'll get people telling you how to fix it or that just get over it because you've been crying way too long or something stupid like that. But I think that the people who are really there for you will be in that pit with you when you need them to be and be out of that pit when you need them to be. True friends are the people who stick around in the hard times and the true people in these relationships. The reason that I am lonely and that I don't have anyone fighting for me is because I've not found these real people. And that's a fact I'm okay with. Here's another quote from that show says nothing in life will be legendary unless your friends are there to see it and yeah there's some merit to that too how everything can be awesome with people around you and having the right group of people around you can make or break you right uh, an old saying from uh, the dreaded youth group would be you show me your friends i'll show you your future you know and dude, when you just see the evidence of what certain broken people can do to you, you will be so joyous to be in 
a position like mine where you're fully alone with your thoughts and yeah, you miss people, but guess what? That's going to make the people who are truly, truly there for you that much better. And I want to leave you all with this, that no matter what, those ghosts and images in your mind of the people that have brought you pain, those past relationships, the the ghost of the people that you've created in your mind, right? The people that they once were but aren't anymore. That's just it. They're dead. They're gone. Yeah, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to miss. It's okay to grieve. It really is. But ultimately, how much more inviting will the future be? Think about it like this. If you see yourself in five years and how amazing your life can be, why not do everything in your power to make that life happen? Like, look at yourself five years ago. What were you doing then? I know for me, I was still in high school and I was dreading coming to college. I was dreading having a job too because I was lazy. I was sitting around playing Fortnite all day. Like, come on, man. And then when I'm looking at myself now, how I'm one of the most successful people that's come from my college or high school, my bad. It just makes me joyous to see what the future holds. And yeah, right now might suck. Sure, it does. It does a lot of the time. Like half the time when I'm on my campus, I I just want to go home because I just don't want to be there. Like I said in the beginning, I don't like I don't like people. I don't like going up to people and being myself because being myself brings so much vulnerability. And when people have that, I'm out of control. And that's ultimately what I am as a control freak. Like the things that I get told in my subconscious are just that. They're dreams. They're they're fake. Like, yeah, there's times when I was going through it and feeling this pain where all I wanted to do all I prayed for was to be asleep, to be away from reality. I mean, sometimes the pain of real life seeps into our subconscious. It makes those brief seconds of being away from this grief fully and ultimately worthless. And that's why we have to deal with stuff. That's ultimately and truly why it is healthy to deal with stuff and why dealing with stuff the right way is important. This podcast is supposed to be about advice. Not only to the people who listen to it, which may be zero, I don't really care about that. This is supposed to be the form of me giving advice to people like myself. I say these things to myself in the mirror all the time, like I'm preaching to a choir or like I'm in my classroom teaching to a bunch of students because that's ultimately where I want to be in five years. And I think that if I can practice that now, then I will be prepared, which I know I won't be. That's just my delusion talking. And hopefully this will reach someone. And if it doesn't, I hope it reaches me. Being alone can suck. It really can. And the challenge that I'm going to set for anyone who's watching this and myself is to get out there. Stop being so scared of what might happen or who might hurt you. Because you can take that same logic and you can say, well, what if it's the best thing that has ever happened to you? And I think that's the perspective that needs to be changed throughout all this. So thank you for listening and I will see you next time.